You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm uh, I'm I'm sort of over it. Sort of not. Happy for what we've accomplished and the direction of the program. Thankful we got to watch the careers of Herb and Alex and Petty, their entire four-year career unfold in front of our eyes and what they're able to accomplish. More feeling good about that than bad about the loss, but Gosh, you know, just make a freaking free throw every now and then, right? I mean, it's the worst free throw performance in a NCAA tournament game since 2003. Hell, we've been in the Sweet 16 since then. Yeah, it's, it's the worst one since, I think, what they say, Kansas and somebody. I can't remember Kansas versus Syracuse in the 03 Syracuse. title game. The Carmelo I mean, Anthony freshman game. That's how long I mean, ago it was. Jeez, it's – um. Yeah, that that's that's the kind of thing that that haunts you for sure. Um, and look, it sounds so cliche. I, I I still think we're a better team. I just think that you know. But when you don't make free throws, you don't look like a better team. So, kudos to UCLA, um, and they move on. And I just I hate it for these guys. I it wasn't like I had a hard time sleeping or anything. It's not like that. Um, but I did wake up this morning and was like, ugh. I should be waking up to a victory, you know. Um, and that being said, we've had a couple of Twitter interactions that um, somebody astutely pointed out that, look, this this team's going to be reminiscent of 2008 Alabama football, where you have some pretty crucial upperclassmen that, that aren't uh, – that probably wouldn't even be recruited maybe by the current regime. Um, and – they that uh, they're going to set help change the culture, and I think Nate Oates did a great job after the game talking about what what Herb Jones and John Petty and Alex Reese did to change the culture of Alabama football, and that's that. I mean, Alabama basketball. That's what takes. That's the hardest part is trying to change the culture, and I believe they really did that. Yeah, and uh, we we had bought that up ourselves a few podcasts ago. Uh, yeah. about how this this uh, team could be reminiscent of the 08 Saban team, which didn't win a championship, but did uh, kind of signal their arrival on the national scene. Uh, and and that's but this team did win a championship. So in, in some ways, it's sort of it's sort of also like 09, you know, the first the you know, uh, obviously the standards are a little different. They have to be because. You know, we're, we're, we're one thing in football and, and we've been something else in basketball. But I think the signals that are coming from the Nate Oates program is our standards are about to change. And uh, I said last night we'd win the national championship next year. And that's something I'm going to stick with. I mean, and, and by that, I mean, I think we're going to be a better team on a big <clears throat> stage next year. Now, one thing that I want to remind people we didn't really play real road games this year I mean the road games were in empty gyms and and sort of felt like scrimmages on the court to the players because it was empty gyms and 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 there weren't loud crowds and 
the typical road game things you see. Also, the non-conference was heavily affected by that. It had to be reworked, and we didn't play, uh, you know, Houston, for instance, who, who we would have played in the non-conference. Next year's non-conference schedule could be really tough. Some of these neutral site games are going to be really hard. So, And the league is going to be much better simply because we know Kentucky's going to be better. So just because I think we're going to win the national championship doesn't mean that I'm saying, hey, we're going to go 16-2 and two in the SEC, win the SEC, win the SEC tournament, and all that. We, we may not do those things, but I, I do think that our team is going to be better built to win huge games against big-time competition and things like the NCAA tournament because we'll have a couple of pieces that we didn't have this season, but we'll still have the same commitment to defense and a lot of the same people will be back. Let's remember, as of right now, Quinterly back. Shaq is back. Um, you know, Keon Ellis is back. Uh, you know, uh, Darius Miles, who we didn't get to see a lot of this past season, he'll be a, a bigger part of things uh, next year on next year's team. Um, you know, uh, uh, Rojas back. Uh, and, and we'll see We'll see who else, you know, Jawan Gary be a critical piece next year. So all of those guys are back, and Quinterly and Primo alone and Shaq, I mean, who's got three better guards next year than that? And then we add J.D. Davison and, and what I think, Alex Chiku, could be a real game changer for us because while I think Chiku will always be a project in terms of He's going to be raw, and, and the Chico we see when he leaves isn't going to be the same player as when he arrives. But what he will be is a 6'11", long-arm presence. And, and, and we, we, that in and of itself is going to help us. It's something we just didn't have this season and would have, for instance, last night really helped when UCLA went to their number two guy, Cody. Uh, that guy uh, was a beast for us. We had a hard time handling him. Yeah, we really did. Um, when when it got late, they started going into him more and more. He had a they had a great inbounds pass to him for a dunk. Jimmy, let me tell everybody about Rock Auto. RockAuto.com. Look, we know you're you're out there, and they've got there's just a plethora of cars. Uh, you got Pacificas and XT5s and G16s and 529Ks, uh, 401K, uh, all these kind of cars. Uh, it's impossible to stock all the parts you want at your local, you know, big box, whatever it is. You can't do it. They can't, they don't have parts for everything you need. They don't. And when you go there and you talk to them and they're kind of like, yeah, you know, I can get that part. Um, sure. Give me a couple of weeks and you'll be back on the road. Well, you need to go to rockauto.com. It's, it's less expensive. It's easy, super easy to navigate. It's a family business. They've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com and shop for auto and body parts from the hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Uh, we did find out they don't have fuzzy dice, but you know what? You don't need any fuzzy dice. Come on, man. That, that was a joke. Don't put fuzzy dice up there. I, I told you that six months ago. You don't want to do that. Go to go to the carnival if you want fuzzy dice, but go to Rock Auto if you want car parts. That's how this works. RockAuto.com. Be sure to write in Locked On in there. How did you hear about us, Box, so they know we sent you? Seriously, go check them out. RockAuto.com. They are the best, and they are the one 
auto parts shop we recommend here at Locked On. Also want to tell everybody about Kaleidoscope Media. Kaleidoscope Media, what a great group this is. They want to help you bring to life all your architectural visualization uh, dreams and aspirations. They want to help you with that. They, they got 3D modeling. They got everything you want. You need to go check them out at cal-media.com. cal-media.com. That's Kaleidoscope Media. They're down there in Baldwin County. Michael Moore and his wife, Cassie, they have started this business. It's a lot of fun. It's taking off. It's huge. Go check them out at cal-media.com. Michael was a decorated disabled veteran. He served two tours in Iraq. We thank you so much, Michael. Couldn't, couldn't be doing podcasts without you, buddy. So we appreciate you. Um, but I, I think everybody should go check them out just regardless. And, and I'm a, again, I'm assuming they're Alabama folks. That's never come up um, because we, we would take all comers. But uh, at the same time, I'm assuming they're Alabama folks. So if you just need a shoulder to cry on after that Sweet 16 game, I, Michael and Cassie are so sweet and nice. They, they'll listen to you. But they'll want to talk to you about uh, your architectural needs. But they'll listen to you, too. So go check them out, cal-media.com. That's K-A-L-media.com. Michael and Cassie want to help you get that remodel right. You know, you've been your kitchen's a mess. I've seen your kitchen. It's a mess. You don't know I've seen your kitchen, but I've seen your kitchen. It's a mess, man. Get it, get it fixed. Call Cal Media or go check them out at Cal-Media, and they will help you out with that. That's Kaleidoscope Media right down there in the Mobile area. They want to help you today. Jimmy, <clears throat> sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm still in the Rockies. And like you asked me how Denver was, I said, it's Rocky. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Um, but um, I'm still here in Denver. I'm leaving this afternoon. And I was really looking for, I mean, I had my whole trip centered around like, I mean, not this really, this isn't really true, but it kind of is. Coming back, like we're not flying out. Me and my two sons aren't flying out to later tonight, like six o'clock tonight. Get into Cincinnati at like 10. Uh, sleep, get up in the morning. Uh, my daughter will meet us. And then we're all going to drive to Alabama so that they can have spring break. And I was thinking, man, this is going to be so good. I get to listen to all this sports talk radio about you know, the Alabama-Michigan or Alabama-Florida State game. And, um, you know, this is going to be great. I don't know that I want to listen to sports talk radio right now. And th <laughs> uh, that's ironic because I'm doing a podcast that's sports-related. But, um, you know, after a loss like that, it's kind of hard. Because here's the other thing. I listened to – I think it was Barrett Salee and one other dude yesterday. Maybe it wasn't Barrett Salee, but I can't remember, um, on Sirius XM. And they actually just kept saying over and over again, okay, the one game we know is not going to be a contest is Alabama-UCLA. Alabama's going to run them out of the gym. And I was like, y'all got to stop. Y'all have got to stop. This is, this, this is not helping. The, the, don't throw that out to the universe. Um, so, anyway, that, that probably had nothing to do with shit. But uh, I feel like you, you always look for somebody to blame after a loss like this. I'm blaming whoever those two dudes were. Um, <laughs> Okay, so you talked about next year, and Javon Quinterly, um, his his uh, status for next year has been sort of up in the air. There have been a lot of people saying he's definitely gone. Some people say he's definitely coming back. Um, his recent social media interactions, uh, by the way, if after the game last night, you turn to that bastion of humanity and uh, forgiveness in Twitter, shame on you because uh, you probably got eaten alive. Going to Twitter after a loss is is just the worst idea it's just the yeah. worst don't I'm so do glad that. i didn't 
Um, but I'm anyway. so glad I didn't. I just would be. I get. I just. I get. I mean, everybody's a fan in their own way. I, I get that because we're, we all have different personalities. But I just, especially when we lose. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm in this thing to win as much as anybody. That's what I want to, to win badly. I went nuts when Reese hit that shot. But uh, I mean, I think, I think just me, just speaking for me, not for everybody, but uh, I think being a fan is, is being a supporter, and I, I, I want to support those kids. Uh, and you know, they're, they're, they're trying harder at what they do than most of us try at what we do. And so I'm not going to criticize in any way. And they are kids. And sometimes the shots don't fall. We were not playing Albany Teachers College. I mean, we're playing in the Sweet 16 the NCAA tournament. Everybody you play is really, really good. They wouldn't be there. And yeah. uh, uh, I just, I, I, I want to support our kids. And frankly, they need more support after the losses than they do after the wins. No, that's true. Um, and it, but it really wasn't our fans. I felt like, uh, contrary to football and contrary to most regular season basketball losses, um, I didn't think it was our fans that were being the jackasses. Now, our fans can be some of our fans after we lose. And some of them, I think one guy even said something like, I can't believe y'all are saying these guys changed the culture. We're still the same old team. I'm like, what, what have you hell? watched? What what the hell's wrong with you? I mean, I understand that you. It was tied for the best team. At the worst, it's tied for the best Alabama team of all time. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm like, what 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 are you watching? I mean, how can you not look out there and see this is so much better than what we had? And again, I understand the the anger after a loss. It sucks, but you know, one way to curb that anger, and I mean this sincerely to everybody listening, if you, if your team, any team that you cheer for that you're, and you're listening to this podcast, just happened to me, this is a public service announcement. Any team that you cheer for, after a loss, have a 24-hour Twitter rule. Just don't, Twitter will move on quickly, if, especially if you don't interact. That Twitter is the ultimate bully and the ultimate, you know, just sort of jackass. If you go on there and if you start saying, if you start talking back to people, they will incessantly rub your face in it until you finally just log off and because they want to feel like they won something there there's several um there were several auburn fans lsu fans that were dogging uh friends of i guess twitter friends of mine that's the saddest thing i've ever said um and 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 they were like you know well they kept trying to argue and i was like you, you can't argue because they don't care they don't care that lsu lost in the the round of 32 and Alabama beat them three times right now. They don't care about that. All they care about is Alabama just lost. And that's that's the way this is. Auburn fans don't care that their team self-imposed a penalty and they wouldn't have made the tournament anyway. They don't care right now um, because all they did was go out and roll Toomer's corner after Alabama lost. <laughs> they, they literally did that. I know. I know. I, I did hear. I did hear that. And that's, you know what? Here, here's the best thing. This is how Alabama fans should handle that. Don't care. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's I and, and again, it, it's you know. And Why would I, we care? I, I couldn't help it. I had to put out there. Of course, they had to. They had to uh, do something with toilet paper because that place is a pile of shit. I had to say it, <laughs> even though I truly don't believe it. Um, because I kind of like Auburn, the community. Well, I've had very I'm few opportunities to roll it in the past year or two, so I guess they had some excess. I know, but I, what my point is, like I did, I went against my own advice and and posted that and or tweeted that and 
you know, it got some likes or whatever. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, I kind of don't believe that. Like, I, I don't like uh, a lot of Auburn fans, but uh, Auburn, the community, like, I, shit, I go there and shop. I mean, I'm not, I'm not yeah. boycotting Auburn. Auburn's bought some stuff for me before, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not like, I'll never talk to anybody from Auburn. I'm not doing that. You know, if you're good looking, I'll talk to you if you're from Auburn. <laughs> if you got money, I'll talk to you if you're from Auburn. Uh, but anyway, okay, Jimmy, let's take another break because what I want to do is come back and talk about um, some of the guys that are still on Alabama, either that are coming in on next year's team for basketball and then some of the guys that are on the radar to come in for next year potentially that may end up committing to Alabama. But right now – I do want to tell everybody about um, Built Bar. Built Bar is the way to go if you want to. Look, it's perfect for a keto diet, but it's really perfect for any diet. If you just want to um, lose weight or maintain weight, Built Bar is is what you want. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON20, and you'll be able to get uh, all these delicious flavors they have. I'm not even sure how many flavors they have anymore. There, well, it was like 12, but then it went up to 18. Now it's like 20-something. Um they're also doing this pretty cool thing on Twitter, ironically, uh, that's going to be like a, a built bar March Madness kind of thing. And it's cookies and cream versus cookie dough chunk this week. Um, I, I, there's no loser. There's no, nobody's going to make fun of these guys on Twitter for losing. They should both be in the final four of, of my heart. And that's what they are. They're in the final four of my heart, Jimmy. Um, Builtbar.com is where you want to go. Use the promo code LOCKEDON20. These things are delicious. They're nutritious. Again, perfect for a keto diet. They help you maintain or lose weight. Hell, if you want to gain weight, just eat a bunch at a time. I mean, it's like anything else. If you just eat a bunch of it, you'll probably gain some weight. So, uh, but you don't want to gain weight. I know I've seen most of you. You need to maintain or lose weight. You all look perfect or just a, a, a little bit chunky like me. So um, go to builtbar.com, use promo code locked on 20 and I didn't mean to call you chunky I'm just teasing I'm saying I'm chunky Jimmy's chunky he and uh, Jimmy is True. cookie Jimmy's cookies and cream and I'm chunky cookie cookie dough chunk or whatever it is so um anyway go check out I don't know where I'm going with this I'm, I'm really in a daze go to lock, go to builtbar.com use locked on 20 as your promo code get 20 percent off that order and we would truly appreciate it Finally, I want to tell everybody about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag, Alabama lost. That doesn't mean you can't keep betting. You can still be a winner. If you go to betonline.ag, you deposit using a credit card or using some other method they have. They have multiple methods for you to get money in there. And you use the promo code locked on, you get a 50% bonus. So if you put 100 bucks in, you get 150 bucks to play with. Play a little poker, play a little blackjack, play a little whatever until it's time. For the games to come on tonight. Honestly, Jimmy, I'm barely going to pay attention um, to this anymore until the final four, probably because I'm heartbroken. Yeah, right. But I mean, it would be like going to uh, if you were dating uh, uh, a girl that had a dance review. Why would you date somebody that has a dance review? Um, what I, is a uh, dance review? I don't know. Maybe I don't even know um, what it is. I don't either. Maybe uh, <laughs> I guess I'll watch people dance and, and, and write right, a review. How about you're dating somebody? that's on American Idol. By the way, I think you can bet on American Idol at betonline.ag. What if you're dating somebody on American Idol, she breaks up with you, and then she's her show is Sunday night. You're not watching that. You're not going to sit around and torture yourself with that. But I don't know what that has to do with anything, but you can bet on, bet on uh, American Idol from betonline.ag. Use the promo code locked on, get a 50% bonus. You can bet against her. You can spite bet 
on betonline.ag, and that is kind of cool. But you can play poker, you can play blackjack, you can play whatever. And, of course, you can bet on the NCAA tournament. You can bet on all these different odds, all these different everythings. Your bracket's gone to shit. The only way you're going to make any money now is go to betonline.ag. Go try them out. Use promo code Locked On. Okay, <clears throat> Jimmy, let's talk about some of these guys uh, that are coming in next year. First of all, um, this was put out by Bama Online today. And, of course, you know, the first one is J.D. Davison. And I've got a Mia culpa here. And I bet you in every article I've written about this guy, in every tweet I've ever sent about this guy, every time I've ever called him in a basketball game, and I've called him multiple times for the AHSA radio network, I've had, I've said J.D. Davidson. It's J.D. Davidson. Davidson. And I guess my – you know how, like – um. You ever seen one of those tricks where people send you like a sentence that's missing several words, uh, um, not not words, missing, well, yeah, missing words or missing letters from different words, and your brain just automatically fills them in anyway, and you can read it perfectly? That's that's what I, I, I've always thought it was Davidson. I, this is a mea culpa, me being stupid. This isn't me not paying attention. This is me just literally, my brain forever thought there was a D in there until I saw an article with him. I was like, they misspelled his name. And I was like, holy shit, I hope I hadn't been misspelling his name. And it was me that's been misspelling his name. So um, anyway, he's averaging 32 points, 10 rebounds, five assists, three and a half steals, and two and a half blocks per game, or he did this past year. Um, he's phenomenal. I, I think he's one of the best players I've ever called for the HSA Radio Network. And I think he's going to come in and play a lot next year. I mean, I – um, it's part of my we're going to win the national championship next year. Is I, I'm unfairly, stupidly, and 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 Nate Oates would kill me for this, but I'm just comparing the kid to Sexton. I, I think he's that level of player. I think he'll have that level and impact. And when I get so excited about next year's team, I, I just want people to imagine what this team, what we just had, what they would have accomplished if we had uh, Colin Sexton on this team. You know, add Colin Sexton to this team, and 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 how far would they have gone? So, that's JD is a huge reason why I think Alabama will be right back in the same boat next year, and right back again a contender to win the SEC, the SEC tournament, and even the national championship, uh, largely because of JD's presence. And uh, thankfully, his last name's not Davidson because uh, we've already had a JD Davidson. Uh, on our last Elite Eight team, the only Elite Eight team, starting uh, center Jamario Davidson, uh, also went by JD, JD yeah. Davidson. And uh, this kid, at, at, le at least he's missing the D, so has a slightly different name, so there's no confusion. You know, it just dawned on me that that previous iteration of JD Davidson, who's really not a previous iteration, he's he's his own he's thing. A different dude. We just, he's a different we just dude. We just determined that the two last names are, are spelled and pronounced differently. Um, but J.D. Davis, you know who J.D. Davison reminded me of? Do you remember the old 1970 T-shirts that um, had a dude like leaning way back but walking and it had in like true 70s font, keep on trucking? <laughs> you remember how long and lanky? He was so lanky. It was, he was. I just don't even remember him having a torso. I remember him having two arms, two legs, and a head. That's all I remember. Because I, think he, I remember was, being frustrated at him all the time. I mean, he, he was obviously a good player because he was a starter on an Elite Eight team, and he won a lot of games during a period of time Alabama was good, and the SEC was really good. So he was a good player. 
But I, I, I remember feeling like he fumbled a lot of rebounds. Oh, and, God. Uh, and he wasn't an offensive force, although every now and then he'd make a little jump hook, and you're like, why can't you do that all night and average 28 a game? Because that was undefendable when he did it right. Um, then J- Jason Holt from Roswell, Georgia, is going to be coming next year, already a signee, uh, 21 and a half points, eight and a half rebounds, four assists, two steals, one block. Um, number 103 player in the country, according to uh, 24-7. I like him a lot. He's a good shooter. Yeah, solid. Uh, um, but, I, I mean, I can't speak as much about him as I do J.D. Davison, but oddly I think I pronounce his name better than I did J.D. Davison, <laughs> who should be much easier to pronounce. Then Langston Wilson. And I've seen some concern over this guy because uh, some people have said, look, he doesn't even start on his JUCO team, which may be true. That may be true, okay? Um, I, I don't know. He's a four-star guy, nine points, seven and a half rebounds, one and a half blocks. I don't need him to average 18 points a game. I, I don't want him to. That's not. He's not going to be our guy. Our guy is going to be either Quinterly or Davison, somebody like that. What I want Langston Wilson to do, and I have seen highlights of him doing this with ferocity, is dunk, dunk and <laughs> slap shots, and I think right. he can do those things. I'm hoping he's a, a a little like Rojas, but maybe with more offensive skill. I mean, it's kind of what I'm hoping out of him. Like, hey, let's get some offense out of this big-bodied guy. Uh, we need more interior presence defenders, and if they can score, it's such a bonus. And uh, I, I think he might be that that kind of guy. I'm 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 sort of high on him even though I don't think we necessarily need him to be really good next season because of what we got coming back. Okay, Jimmy, uh, we've got four guys that they list as Alabama targets. I believe we'll get one of these guys. It's hard for me to say we're going to get two of them, but Lord help us all if we do. Charles Bediaco, the center from Mm -hmm. Ryan Academy that everybody loves. We got a great shot. Namari Burnett from Texas Tech, the transfer. We thought we, he was going to commit to Alabama last year. He very unexpectedly. I think we have a good shot. I do a great too. shot, good shot. Uh, Myron Jones from Penn State. Great shot. Was from Birmingham. Yeah, and then Wesley Cardet, I guess is how you say it. It could be Cardet, but I think it's Cardet. I don't even know that guy. Okay, well, he's from I'm Orlando. <clears throat> he's, he's a combo guard. Alabama's been associated with him for a while. And okay. um, number 98 player in the country. But he, oh, wow. his name – He's sort of fallen off, not not fallen off in terms of his ranking, but I think his mentions with Alabama have sort of fallen I off. I guess so, Myron Jones is a two, or can he play the point? I think he's more of a two. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I want Betty Ako because he's the highest ranked guy of all of them, right? I mean, Betty Ako's yeah. like a five star or uh, he's some a four sort star. of. I would say technically, Namari Burnett would still be the highest rated guy because he was a five star. Mm-hmm. Bediaco is right at it. He's the number four center and number 26 overall player. I'll pull up his profile right now. He's, yeah. he's listed as a four-star in both um, the 24-7 composite and 24-7. He might be a five-star on rivals. but okay. um, I, I think if, I, if, if, we're, if we're limited to one, I'd take Bediaco. No, I think if, we're uh, limited to two. I think, we're, I think we're going to take two of these dudes. If, we, if we can take two, then that means somebody that's supposed to come back is leaving, and that might be Quinterly. I mean, no, no, no. I think it's going to be end up being Rojas. Is my guess. I wouldn't surprise me because Rojas might want to go somewhere in eight minutes, and 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 that wouldn't shock. And if there's two, I hope one of them is Myron Jones. I, I would like if we if we're limited to one, I want Betty Aco. If we're 
if we can take two, I'd want Betty Ako and Myron Jones, just because I think that's what we would need on the roster. Okay, over Burnett. Interesting. Uh, well, just simply because, and, and no, no shot. Oh, if we get Burnett, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a dance, and 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 gosh knows that's a terrible, terrible thing for all of you to see. Thank goodness this is uh, audio only. But I'll put the video. No, up. I'll dance if we get Burnett. I'm just saying that, in terms of of if you look at on the roster, what do we need? Uh, if we add Betiaco, a big interior presence, you know, what I would add is a shooter and someone that can handle the ball a little bit. So that that's where I would go with Myron Jones myself. And plus, I, I like the fact that he's from Alabama. Yeah, and I will say this, that if, all right, if we were to get Namari Burnett, um, his transfer, I was going to say something about transfers and, uh, but, you know, his transfer feels different than Myron Jones' transfer. Jones's transfer, I think, is more of a I don't I'm not sure if he's a graduate transfer. I think he is, but it's more of a like I just kind of want to get closer to home. I've done oh, yeah. in state. Namari Burnett's feels like a like I'm I'm kind of pissed I wasn't playing enough and right. I'm gonna go transfer yeah. and, and make my exactly. life easier. Yeah, I worry um, Burnett's like, what's wrong? What, is something wrong with Burnett? With Myron Jones, it just feels like he's coming home. Yeah. So I'm kind of with you on that. Um, I, although, like, I would love to make room for all three, and I'm, I'm thrilled we've got these kind of guys interested in us. And I love Namari Burnett, at least from high school, his game. I didn't really get to see him at Texas Tech. But Myron Jones was Penn State's leading scorer, and he is an That's, Alabama guy. And that was kind of a tough league this year. I know they had a shitty NCAA tournament, yeah. but let's be real about who they're playing every week, too. I mean, it's a, it's a really good league. Yeah, so I'm I'm kind of with you. I mean – I'm I'm with you all the way around. Like if we get Namari Burnett, I'll be thrilled. It's not like I'll be like, oh shit, we took Namari Burnett. Yeah, no, exactly. but um, it's like if we get Jones and Badiaco, I'm kind of like, okay, those. If you make me choose two, those are probably the two I choose. And and I feel yeah. bad because I because I think Namari Burnett's rated higher than both of them. That's right. And again, exactly. I think everybody gets what we're saying. That, yeah. I mean, you know, if we're, if we're, okay, who's the best prospects here? Maybe you put Burnett one, but I'm talking about building a roster and what Alabama needs. And I think we need more length and size inside, number one, uh, especially defensively. Uh, and, and, and number two, we'll always, always need perimeter shooters. And, uh, you know, I'm sure Burnett can shoot it, but, uh, you know, I, I, I like – it's just like in football. I mean, I know some people get frustrated with me, and, 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 and obviously Nick Saban is the best that's ever done it. I'm not disagreeing with Nick about his recruiting philosophy. That's stupid because Nick's the best that's ever done it in the history of the sport. I just get a little sentimental about, hey, why are we going to take this 10.0 linebacker from Arizona when there's a 9.9 in Birmingham? You know, and I'm, I yeah. would take the 9.9 guy and develop him into a 10. Whereas Nick's like, I'm going to take the best freaker possible. And if he's a 9.91, I don't care if he's from Arizona or Australia. And and Nick's right, and I'm wrong. <laughs> but I'm still stubbornly holding on to, it says Alabama across the chest, I like Alabama guys. Now, that doesn't mean I like Alabama two stars, Alabama three stars. I'm talking about when it's close, when it's close. Yeah. I, I tend to let's go with the Alabama guy. All right, buddy, that'll do it for this episode uh, for tomorrow's episode, which will be for Wednesday. Um, let's talk a little bit about some of these mock drafts and some of how these draft uh, 
swaps and trades. Why did I call them swaps first? Like, like they went to a it's yard dating. sale or some shit. It's um, a dating. It's a fraternity yeah. sorority thing. <laughs> yeah, the you know the you, did were you in a fraternity? Um, uh, not an official one. What were you in the make them <laughs> make them come Lotsy? I mean, what? Were yeah, you I was in. <laughs> I was in the. He's too drunk. He's too drunk to take him. <clears throat> Uh, okay. Even the fraternities were like, he's too drunk. We can't take him. It's it. You know, I, I was uh, I wasn't sober enough to participate in the rush process. You know, no, I it's it's a long it's a long story, and 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 it's kind of crazy that I wasn't. But I, I was uh, I was friends with a lot of guys in one fraternity, so I went to their parties for three years anyway. And uh, but I went to a big high school, and literally, I I can't remember what that number was anymore, but I think around. 41 or 42 people from my high school all went to Alabama and we were all friends. And when I first got there, there, you know, it wasn't like, I mean, I was, I was swamped with friends and things to do, you know, and it wasn't like, wow, I don't really know anybody up here. You know, it wasn't like that at all for me. And uh, so I I didn't feel like that was something I I needed to do. Now in retrospect, I kind of wish I had, but at the time I'm like, I mean, I'm stuffed with things to do and people to see. And I was, and again, I had a lot of friends and that were in one particular fraternity. So I was invited to their, their parties every weekend. And it kind of felt like, shit, I kind of feel like I'm in their group and don't have to pay dues or eat the food. I just show up on Friday and Saturday nights and it's cool. You did, <laughs> yeah. a, you did a lot of overcompensating in that rant and I appreciate it. <laughs> I um, was fully, expo- I guess I was, I think some people are, I, I think it's because, some people that know me and my Alabama stuff are surprised, you know, they're like, really? So I guess that's why I always do the long explanation part. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this podcast. When we come back, we will talk about trades on Wednesday and, and how they affect the Alabama players till then roll tight, everybody roll tight.